1: Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street Linkedin. Your Philadelphia Eagles are not close to playing our best ball. We're banged up all over the roster and we're eight and one, top of the NFL. I mean, what a game that was. You know, everyone's saying the Cowboys blew it, which they 100% did. But if they score there, we blew it. That end of the game, we had our last three possessions were three, three and out. Uh, we'll get into the nitty gritty later, but man, I'm just so happy. We're eight and one. Going into the bye, bye couldn't come at a better time, just like Jalen said. And, uh, oh, man, they gave us a heart attack again. Um, I'm Reed back on with Griff. We were both fortunate enough to be at the game in person, contributing to that loud stadium. And, boy, was that stadium rocking. Um, What were your original thoughts on that game?
0: I mean, first off, just being at the game, especially Dallas game versus watching at home, it is not comparable. It is really not comparable. That's an obvious statement, but, like, to be out there and see them, like, is so much more nerve-wracking when it comes down to a game like that. When you're there, you can hear everything. So, the game was awesome to be at. We're very lucky we were able to go. And, uh, dude, I mean, what a crazy game. It's just such – I mean, that's such a divisional game. You know, the teams know each other well. There's bad blood. And it comes down to literally 40-second drive. Terrible penalties by the Eagles, like you said. Not even close to our best ball. But, like, good teams come out on top of these games. And I always think back to, like, last year, the Chiefs, like, they won so many ugly games. And, like, people didn't really buy into them. And now I'm kind of, like, seeing that with the Eagles. Like, they're winning ugly games. People really aren't still, like, fully buying into them but they're finding ways to win hard games in a league that's wide open. And that's all you can ask. for. That's really all you can ask. For.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I wanted to talk about this in the preview um, that we'll record later this week, but I'll bring it up now. ESPN analytics. Um, they're on the hot seat for me. I mean, it's just hilarious to me, you know, whatever, according to their numbers, I actually wanted to ask you this. What do you think ESPN Ranked the Eagles right now, power rankings. I
0: saw they had the Chiefs
1: one. Yes,
0: they are. Do they have the Ravens too?
1: Let me read you. Um,
0: I would say the Eagles have to be either two or three. They have to be two or three. There's no way. They put the Eagles at seven. I mean that. I. That means who they have in front of them? Niners. They have the lines in front of them.
1: You, you won't even believe this list. Lions weren't even in the type, top 10. Let me, let me, here. I was going to say for the preview, but you know, whatever. Let's go through it. Number one, Kansas City. You got it. Number two, Ravens. Who do you think they have at three? This is honestly the biggest crime to me who they have at is, three. Is it Jags? It's the Bills. Like, are you kidding? The, the, the Bills are a missed pass interference call against the Giants. Chris Godwin not being blind away from being three and six. Like, the Bills, they have at three. Who do you think they have at four?
0: Like, I think it has to be the Bengals. Though.
1: They got Niners at four. Oh, what? actually, five might be worse. <laughs> the Jags? Dolphins at five. Who haven't beaten a team over 500 in over 400 days. Is this as of Monday? This is as of seven hours ago. And guess who six is? The Cowboys, the team we just beat.
0: Yeah, that like that is insane. The Cowboys being five and three. The, I mean, the Cowboys—they're they're not a bad team at all. I mean, we see them again. It's really going to be—it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a really good game. And I would not be surprised if the Cowboys take it at home. But having the Bills and having the Dolphins on top of us is truly unbelievable. We have the best record in the NFL. We're at seven. And then on top of that, I don't know how the Dolphins can get in the top ten. I it's, truly don't.
1: Oh my god! And the list, like the fact that the Lions aren't in this top ten, they have the charge. They have the Birds at seven, then the Chargers at eight, <laughs> the Bengals at nine, and the Jags at ten.
0: Haven't That's the Jaguars not... won six in a row?
1: They're seven and two. Uh, yeah, six in a row. They were. Yep, yeah, exactly.
0: And the Niners have lost three in a row. It's and somehow. All right, we can't – I don't even – it,
1: it gets even better. ESPN Analytics, what do you think they have us going in these next three games? We go by
0: Chiefs, Bills, Niners.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Cowboys going, again.
1: And Cowboys was, four games, next four games. They have us going one and three. They have us at a 38.7% chance to beat the Chiefs. They give us a forty four point six percent chance to beat the Bills. They give us a forty nine point seven percent chance to beat the Niners, and they give us a forty three point five percent chance to beat the Cowboys. So they have us going zero and four in our next four games. No, I mean,
0: I, I, if they were to put them three four, like the Eagles have clawed their way through a couple of these games, and like you, you have to see it for what it is. If I'm another top contender, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm scared of the Eagles, but they're beatable. Like Dak threw for what 380 yards, three touchdowns. Like you know, our our run defense was great, but like we have holes in our defense. And Jalen Hurts is banged up. Dallas Goddard just went out for a couple of weeks on that dirty play. That I away. one
1: one sec. I I actually was gonna bring that up. It was not I, a football play. I do not understand how nobody is talking about this, even in the stadium, bro. They showed the replay on the big screen on the jumbotron. And I start screaming like, Are you kidding me? He and they when I watched it at home, they slowed it down. Uh, what was his name? It was the safety on the Cowboys. What's his name? Marquis Bell. Uh Marquis Bell. Literally, you can see him grab his arm, twist it, and then like hold it straight and put his full body weight on it as he lands. Yeah. Yeah. How is he not fine for that? And DeAndre Swift gets fined for that hit on the skins. Like Come on, NFL. I don't know
0: if he actually got fined for that. I don't
1: oh, think, is I that? Think that was
0: that? I think that's just – I think that was, that was the NFL meme going around.
1: Oh. No. The trunk. I got caught for it. Damn, yeah. I got caught. That's why I got to get on Twitter.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he actually got
1: fined for that. No, oh, but – I saw it on multiple accounts. Yeah. It was like six – I mean, yeah, probably. Actually, now that you're saying it, there's no chance that the fine was only like 6500 Yeah, so. but
0: – no, I agree that. I mean, like, if you're trying to tackle someone, you don't twist their arm. And like him coming down with his body weight, yeah. When he, I guess he can't stop that, but just the way he was holding his arm, he had all of his attention when he's going down to the ground, twisting his arm. It was not a football play. Um, it it really wasn't at all. And I remember thinking about it in the stadium that I saw another clip today. It was. It's just a dirty play. Um, so dirty. I mean, come on. But anyway, I get how we can be ranked down. Ravens are hot. Chiefs are the Chiefs, but um seven is unbelievable. But
1: honestly, analytics like kind of close out this intro, if you will, like, you know, like we said, I would almost be more scared if I'm a contender because we're we're not playing even close to our best ball and we're still finding a way to win games. And it's like, well, what are we gonna look like when we put it all together? If we put it all together, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, um, I mean you could look at it this way, like
1: if people want to underrate us, like be let like, I don't want
0: to be the clear Super Bowl favorite, you know. That's I don't want to be.
1: Yeah. So, like,
0: it is it is kind of a punch on the chin, I guess, from that point point of view. But let them, like, let them. We're eight and one, and we got we we played tough teams, and we're going to continue to, and we'll see. I mean, time will tell, but.
1: So, I don't know if you guys can tell, but we're going to be doing things a little bit differently today. Um, There's too much to talk about in this game. So, instead of our typical winners and losers, we're just going to cut it up and hit all the points we want. Um, I wanted to start with the defense here because, you know, it's the secondary. It's very poor. Um, It's a nickel spot. Yeah, it's funny. That's, That's my first point here. The Eagles are the only team in the NFL playing without a nickel corner. Because Roby's hurt. The only team in the NFL. And you know, you know, people online maybe will say, like, oh, just put Slay there, just put Bradbury there. Like, look, playing outside corner and switching to slot corner or nickel corner is like telling, oh, our wide receivers are hurt. Let's put Dallas Goddard in the in the X position. Like, and you can tell, right? We've had eight different guys play that nickel slot corner this year. We even had Sydney Brown, who's a safety rookie, playing that nickel spot. So clearly we have no answers there. Um, like we said before, we're banged up. By could not be coming at a better time. Let's hope Roby can come back, stay healthy. And um, yeah, but that secondary is miserable, honestly. Like the defense defensive line, even though it might not look like it, they still bail us out. I mean, Dak got hit 10 times. We had five sacks. It's just any anytime he had more than two and a half seconds to throw the ball, James Bradbury's beat, Slay's beat. I mean, Bradbury, he's just not, not it's
0: tough, dude. It is tough being a cornerback in this league. It's the hardest position, but I think at the end of the day, you look at other guys on our team, and it's always Bradbury's going to be there. You know, you're going to want Bradbury. Like, I, he did look bad. We did not have, like, what, C Lamb, 200 yards,
1: 190 receptions. Yeah.
0: Like, that's insane. Um, but as you said about defensive line, I saw something on Twitter. It's like twelve of our 30 sacks have come in the last five minutes of the game. Which is just so clutch. And it's it's our veterans, dude. It's like Brandon Graham making like one and a, a half sacks. Play. Like and he's on his way out of the league. And it's really awesome to see because like those are the kind of guys that you expect their performances to kind of die off. But he just keeps putting pressure when we need it. And that's a crazy stat. Like almost half of our sacks come in the last five minutes of the game, which means when we need to get home and when the link is on on their feet, loud as hell, they're they're stepping up to the plate. And that last drive just shows. Like Dak Prescott was under pressure literally the entire last drive. We had those stupid flags, stupid, stupid
1: flags, but it's our veterans, man.
0: Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, they're getting home when we need them.
1: It's awesome. It's so awesome. That's a great stat. I actually, I didn't hear that. That's phenomenal. And uh, Hassan, too, yeah, they just just clutch, but that was a BG game. Uh, I got a little sad in the press conference, you know. I think it was, uh, it was some milestone sack, and they're like, oh, does it get old? He goes, you know, like, hey, you know, it never gets old. I don't remember the exact quote, but he was like, I won't be here for much longer, but I'm gonna enjoy it while it lasts. I was like, Damn,
0: "Yeah, he's say he's gonna miss it when he leaves."
1: I mean, that core forward, man. That's they just they are Philly, like yeah, just dogs year in year out. Didn't matter who was around them, always came. Um, yeah, it made me a little sad, but yeah, yeah well, seeing Fletcher go
0: down that- was tough. Sorry, yeah, seeing Fletcher go down was tough.
1: Yeah. And then J- nothing. My, I think this. I think you could hear a pin drop in the link when Jalen went down and was down there for five. You could hear a pin drop. The whole stadium went silent.
0: Yeah, watching Marcus Mariota start to warm up was one of the more humbling experiences. <laughs> like we're down. Well, I think we were down three at that. Three. Yeah, yeah, we're down, down three, three. Going into half. You know we're getting the ball back after half. But it's like, dude, this is. Like it's such an intense, like like crazy rush. And then you just see Marcus Mariota warm up, you're like,
1: All right. Oh, dude. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I never want to feel that way ever again. Oh man. But um, yeah, I mean, going back to what you said about Bradbury, like I don't I don't want my words to be like, I mean, maybe I said it that way. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have no I'm not saying like cut a batch of anything like that. Um, it's it's more just like it kind of sucks to see like he was locked down last year. He played better than Slay last year, in my opinion. I wanted him back more than Slay. And this year, man, he's it's just disappointing. Um, just mediocre, subpar play. But yeah, not, I'm not. I'm not calling for his head or anything. I just, you know, you would like to see him play better.
0: Yeah, it's a whole de- defensive, different defensive unit. Um, Blankenship, kind of, he's he's like kind of streaky. Uh, he's like hit or miss. Um, some of his plays, some of his reads are, are tough. And he's yeah. young, and Sidney Brown's young. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I 100%
1: agree with you. And, and
0: the stats speak for themselves with the what wide receivers are doing to us. I mean,
1: yeah. It's, it's like a, it needs work. Yeah. But we're banged up, so, you know, let's get healthy in this bye week. And, uh, you know, moving on to the offense, just speaking of injuries again, you know, Cam Jurgens had the chance to play. He ended up not. We need Cam Jurgens back. I mean, the last three weeks, the Eagles are 31st in the NFL in yards per carry, and 20th in rushing yard totals. Um, it's just not good. We're missing Cam Jurgens big time. But uh, one thing that I think is a big topic in the NFL and can get put to rest officially is that Hurts is a running like running only quarterback. I mean, come on, these last three games, he has not ran the ball, like at all. And his these past three straight games, he, he's well over seventy percent passing accuracy. And you know, we kind of touch on this every week, but the man's 25 and two in his last 27 starts. Like, come on. He's he's elite.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um and he's still in the pocket and on some big plays, dude. I mean, some ballsy plays, um, some ballsy calls. And it feels like every single one of them went in our favor. Like every big momentum shift play, fourth and three, fourth and five, third and nine. Like they were coming through big plays. And like that's really like the main reason we won that game. Like if we're putting the ball and giving the ball back there, our defense could would not have been able to handle being on the field that long. And some of them were from like around 40, around 45. Um, so it 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 was a great, a great game just a pure grit out of hurts in our offense.
1: Um, I totally agree, right? Like when it mattered most, the Eagles made plays and the Cowboys didn't. And it's just so hilarious to me. Like, yeah, Dak, you know, on paper he had a great game. But anytime something matters, Dak will not come through. How you are an eight-year veteran in the league. How do you step out of bounds on that two-point conversion? And then you have the ball, First and six on the six yard line or first and five on the six yard line, excuse me. I mean, I get that they had the um uh was it the delay of game or false start?
0: The delay of game and then sack and then delay of game,
1: yeah. Yeah. So you you take a delay of game, whatever that's not your fault. First and or no, that that is his fault, actually. Take that back. But then you have a first and eleven. Um sorry, they're backed up five. First and ten on the eleven, and you get sacked for seven yards. And then you get sacked again on the next play. Like Dak is just that's why I will never be scared of Dak in big moments. And sure, they've had our number. People will say, yes, the Eagles haven't beat Dak since 2019. Like I get all that. And look, they're they're proved that they're a great team. Them and the Niners are probably the only two teams in the entire NFL that can match up with us on both sides of the line on defense and offense. And they have talent, but it's just when you need when you need Dak to come through, he won't. And it's hilarious to me. I, I love watching that happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, they had the game in their hands.
1: Um, I don't think anyone up. thought we were going to win that game first and six or first on the six-yard line. Like, they had four shots. I mean, holy. And
0: for for the Cowboys, it's like they did have a great offensive game, but three touchdowns isn't enough. Exactly. Exactly. Like three, like they lost.
1: The guys know. on the guys on Eagles post game live mentioned this. They're like, "Look, yes, Dak had a great game. Yes, CD had a great game. What's most important? CD didn't find the end zone, and that's where it matters, right? Ben but don't break. The old Jonathan Gannon mentality, or not Jonathan Gannon. Uh, Jim Schwartz. Ben but don't break. So, yeah. Uh, I wanted to yeah. shout out Tyler Steen. He might be the MVP. First NFL start. First of all, that play call, AJ Brown coming in motion, fumbles in our on in all, on our side of the field in that situation. I wanted to strangle Brian Johnson. I wanted to strangle him. But Tyler Steen MVP recovered the fumble, ended up being able to pump the ball away. Almost didn't matter anyway. Bradbury terrible penalty. Um, Hassan Reddick, you got to be smarter there. Can't hit Dak that late. But um, like I said, Cowboys had every chance to win, and just threw it away. So Yeah, we,
0: we had a couple of bad penalties touched on that. Kenny Byard or Kevin Byard had that, what uh, was that, unnecessary roughness after the play? Yeah. That was huge. That was huge. And, like, we, we were giving them opportunities. Like, we didn't even play our most disciplined game, like, in terms of penalties. And you usually don't see, like, this group make the kind of boneheaded mistakes at the end of plays that usually – result in losses like the Reddick uh roughing the passer like that was tiki tacky but it's like we don't we don't make those mistakes.
1: No. And
0: we did and we came out with a win. And we could easily be having this conversation with a loss and be like saying we can't have that happen. But we we won. Like that, at the end of the day, like we're eight and one. We're, you could say we're due. We have a crazy schedule and we just keep coming out on top.
1: Yeah, man. I'm just so happy. (laughs) Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's funny. I have in my notes, like, if we lost this game, it'd be the worst game ever. Bradbury would be getting crucified in Philadelphia on talk radio. Um, but we won and it was just electric. It was awesome. And wins are what matter. Jalen says this every press conference wins are what matters. Go ahead, look at the stat sheet, look at whatever you want. What matters wins. And, uh, you know, you mentioned penalties. I had that. Too, you know, ten penalties, ninety eight yards. That is horrible. <laughs> That's terrible. That can't happen.
0: Yeah, and like three of them in big moments in the fourth quarter, where it's just like you, you can't, like, Kevin Byard, fourth and one, unnecessary roughness after the play.
1: And it's great how Dak didn't get the the touch push. <laughs> yeah, but um, one more. <laughs> thing I wanted to talk to you about were you as confused as I was when Rashad Penny got two touches to start the second half and then didn't sniff the field the rest of the game.
0: I don't know what their plan is with him. Um I, I just
1: don't understand why he's he was the starter in the second half. Like first two downs, Penny, and then gone for the rest of the game. It was just yeah. I, I don't understand what was going on there.
0: No, I, I didn't either, I I have no clue. I said earlier in the first couple of games, I'd like to see Penny. We don't see him at all. Then they just randomly put him in. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the guys on the, on that side feel are doing, but we're one.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you actually, yeah. you mentioned this uh, a few weeks, um, you know, closing out halves and closing out, you know, first half and second half. And, you know, Offense did look good for the majority of the game up until that fourth quarter. That third quarter was electric. That's when we took, scored two touchdowns and took the lead. Um, It's like the situational decisions, right? For example, third and three, right? It was our first of our final three possessions. Run out the clock, just move the chains. Let's keep burning the clock, and game will be over. Third and three. Let's think here. We need three yards. We have two plays. Let's run the ball. I bet you we would get it. But if not, let's take it down fourth and one brotherly shove. It's just like it makes almost too much sense. I just don't understand why we don't do it. And what do we do instead on a crucial third and three? We air it deep to AJ Brown, is not even looking and it's in the sidelines. It's just situationally, we need to. Brian Johnson needs to figure it out, needs to figure it out. Um, that being said, On the first drive, I love the aggression, right? Two fourth downs, one in our own territory. And we convert both of them. Um, But, I mean, three straight three and outs to end the the game would have been all over talk radio had we lost. Like, now no one's really talking about it because we won that game, right? But you you had every opportunity to close that game out. And we're talking nine plays, nothing. No first downs. Just punted it straight back to Dallas and gave him a chance. Um, yeah, and, like,
0: 419 left to play in the game. Sydney Brown lines up on C.D. Lamb. Like, what are we doing? Like, it, it's on both sides of the ball. Like, why even just follow him? And they play that soft zone where they can get five, six yards no matter what because they're worried about – losing deep because they're not confident at all. It's it the defense is actually so tough to watch because there's so many holes. And being at the game, you can see the whole field, and it's not just C. Landon. So, like, oh, there are two three guys open, and it, I don't know how we keep winning these games with it. I think like every week I come on here, I'm like, it's going to come back to bite us in the ass, and it just hasn't. Yeah, so, I,
1: I mean, I totally agree, but. Yeah, I mean, that's just how we're built. Like, I know we all want to see, like, a few more blitzes and a few more things, but I've kind of just accepted, like, that's just not going to happen, you know? Like, that's not how we're built. That's why we spend so much money on the D-line to drop back in this soft zone and hopefully our front four get there. Um, but you're right, it's torture. It's torture to watch because it's just dump-offs for, like – they'll catch it three yards past the line of scrimmage and then run for, like, another six, right? And, oh, it was tough to watch, but um... – Yeah, the soft zone. It's all we do.
0: Yeah, it really is. And, like, Jake Ferguson kind of had a monster game. I feel like tight ends have really kind of gone off on us this year. I think Hawk Sidden had three touchdowns against us earlier, two touchdowns against us. Something like that. Um, But, yeah, we could go on and on about the defense, really. Uh, One thing I feel like we have to mention is, Hurts his post-game pre- press conference. I have the utmost faith in this man, like, to take this team. If anyone – I just don't know how you could doubt him. I know there's doubters out there, but just the way he, like, carries himself and he's, like, 24 years old, it's, it's actually insane. It's it really
1: possible. It's truly unbelievable. And, you know, in Brandon Graham's press conference – this speaks volumes to me, right? Brandon Graham is what? How many he's drafted in 23rd? Like 10-year vet, right? And he's saying, watching Jalen Hurts not tell anybody about what he's going through ever, no matter what, he's always showing up. They both rehabbed in the offseason together from injuries. And Brandon Graham, BG, was like watching him come in every day, work his ass off. Even when he got the money, nothing changed. Said so that inspired me. And that motivates me to be better. And I go out there and I play my best because I know he doesn't want to look bad, and I don't want to make him look bad. And you know, Jalen said, "For this team, for this city, I'll do anything." Fires.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like that. Watching that post game press conference was actually like gave me like chills. He's like a franchise quarterback. Just like felt like second round pick. Bounced around in college, like doubted, proven. Himself multiple times and still was doubted coming in the NFL and I was probably up in arms when we took him in, in the second round. But
1: oh, I know I was. I won't even lie. I was like, "What are we doing drafting Hertz? Yes. We just signed Wentz to this big deal, but boy, am I glad I was wrong."
0: Hey, Wentz is back. Shout out Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah, he's what Rams now. Yeah, backing up. Yeah, Rams. Never thought he'd see the NFL field. Now nah, I actually. He had to. There's no team – there's there's no way all 32 teams have a guy and then look at Wentz's 2016 year and are like, eh, maybe we could give him a shot.
0: <laughs> we have Bakers in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little unique episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. Um, I'm Reed back on with Griff. And uh, make sure you tune in this week for the preview. It will be here this week, I promise. But uh, as always, go Bears. Go Eagles. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment.